Hey everybody, this is Diane. And this is Kate. And welcome to Artwise. All right, so today we actually have another guest on the podcast. Woo! Welcome. Her name, yeah, welcome. Her name is Brie Williams, uh, and she is a photographer. Um, her photography Instagram is at the Ginger Place, um, and I know like she also does some some other art stuff as well. But like her main focus right now is the photography. So, um, Brie, if you want to go ahead and tell us what you're all about. All right. So I am a uh, lifestyle and natural light photographer. Um, I specialize in portraits and couples. Um, yeah, that's just a little bit about me. Cool. Uh, what about some of your other other stuff? I know you um, said you do like a little bit of, um, you know, traditional art and graphic design type things. Mm -hmm. um, uh, where are you at with the, that? So I am learning um, a little bit of, I'm kind of dabble in multimedia. Um, I'm going to school for public relations and marketing, so I'm just kind of learning like a little bit of video. I've done some work um, in Photoshop and things for social media content, um, uh, but I'm still, I'm trying to learn as much as I can. I feel like, I don't feel like I deserve the title graphic designer because like people go to school for that and I, I mean, technically I am too, but. I feel like anybody can call themselves a graphic designer. I mean, as <laughs> as someone who who goes to, uh, or not goes to school for it, went to school for <laughs> it, and has a has a job as a graphic designer, it's. Uh, I mean, you know, you too can be a graphic designer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's something anyone can learn. I mean, oh, like yeah. there's there's rules and regulations and all that, but uh, I don't think it's all too difficult. <laughs> I think that if you if you have like persistence and like want to learn it, I think that like if you just spent a year and like used Illustrator and Photoshop every day in like under six months, you would know um, most of it. And I think like you could safely call yourself a graphic designer, maybe not a professional, but like an amateur, like oh, yeah. graphic designer. And you could definitely get paid for it at that point. But that's just me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, cool. don't d just call yourself a graphic designer. Have the confidence. All right. <laughs> yeah, so From I just me. Do a little bit of graphic design. Um, but I kind of just take right now um, whatever, like my employers, like whatever projects they want me to work on. So it's a little less of like my own, like creative output and more of like guided. But yeah, it's still pretty huh. fun. Yeah, that's all. That's all. Art careers is it's just people telling you what to do, and you just do it. <laughs> I don't love graphic design, in all honesty, just because like it's so hard to like just know what somebody wants, like when they're not super great at telling you, and then you like, dude, that's not your fault. That's just <laughs> that's just the game. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I used to work at a custom t-shirt shop and you have people come in all the time that have no clue what they want, but like they, they expect you to know what's in their head without them telling you. Yeah. No, I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. Or they like tell you what you, what they want, but you know, it won't look good. Oh, that too. Yeah. If, I don't know if you listened to the episode, um, with the art director, um, Billy Merriman he he went into like how when people tell you what they want and you know it won't look good you have to like talk them out of it so that you don't waste your time because they're gonna make you change it immediately after oh yeah, yeah. it's very similar with <laughs> photography too like I'll have clients who like really want to do like a specific pose but you know it's just gonna look like one of those like awkward family photos or just like the lighting's <laughs> terrible and you're just like sure okay whatever like we'll do it and then they end up hating the photo <laughs> just like I don't know it's a hard it's a hard line to navigate sometimes 
So do you normally try and talk them out of it and be like, hey, that's a really good idea, but I think that this would look more dynamic instead? Like, how do you approach the situation when the client doesn't necessarily want something that's going to look good, but they don't know because, you know, they're not the artist? How do you yeah. how do you kind of navigate that? Um, usually, I'll definitely, I'll just take the photo for them, like, but I will let them know, like, in my professional opinion, like, I just don't think that this is going to look great, but... Let's go ahead and give it a try, but we're not going to dwell on it and like spend because my sessions, they go by mostly how long it takes, and like how many photos I'm getting. Um, and I just don't want to waste all of our time on something that I don't think will look great or that they're not going to love. That's smart. Yeah. So how do you think it differs from your work in in some of the other mediums like graphic design, for example? Um, is there a reason why you chose to to do photography over the other um, art types or? Um, well, so the photography right now is just kind of like like a side hustle, I guess. I don't know if I love that term, but it's just something that I really enjoy um, doing is just taking photos of people and like getting natural reactions and like seeing what I can do with light and how I can manipulate it and kind of like transform them, I guess, like in the photo, if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> I just think that's so fun. Like I just love oh, yeah, taking sure. pictures of people. Yeah. Uh, a lot of your pictures are really beautiful and involve nature. And I, I love that. <laughs> I, I love going on hikes and that type of thing. How do you decide, like, where to go for that? Do you have, like, a couple of spots that you like to go to a lot? Um, I do have a few, but I also really like um, to kind of just get out and explore different locations. Like, often I'll just be out hiking or out on a drive or something and see a spot. I'm like, oh, that'd be, like, a really cool spot for a photo because I feel like especially in Utah, like, there tends to be, like, everyone's a photographer here. There are so many. Like, wedding photography here is, like, a really big business right now. Um, and a lot of people tend to go to the same places. And so I like to try to find spots that, um, like, you don't see everywhere, like, that are kind of unique and different. Um, and so for that reason, I don't always really tell people, like, where like, I don't think I have any geotags or anything in my social media because I like to keep, I like to keep those things <laughs> to myself. Secret. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's smart. <laughs> so uh, I also, and, and to add to what Diane was saying as well, um, I also noticed that you have um, like a very distinct sort of like aesthetic and it's, it really is beautiful. Like you have a lot of like really bright, like, I don't know how to describe it like just really bright and like positive energy like in your photos um yeah. and like bright colors and like um they have like a lot of life and like even um like on both your you know your photography instagram and your personal your aesthetic is just really strong uh how do you think that you like went to went on to develop that because that's something that I think that like all artists need to definitely include in their social media in order to gain more traction. Mm -hmm. um, so like, how do you think you developed that sort of sense of, of style? Yeah, for sure. I think, I don't know. Well, like with illustrators and like graphic designers and things like the things you produce kind of like, like you have a sense of identity in them. I feel like, like they're just kind of, um, like maybe inspired by experiences you had and things. And I think it's kind of just like an innate thing. Um, I really like to just, I don't know, my main motivation probably is just trying to capture, like, I think it's interesting that you said they have a lot of life because I really strive to show that. Like, You're doing I a great like, job. Like, they're, you. you're, you're a really talented photographer. I could never. Photography has never been. <laughs> it's hard for me. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I think I really like to show genuine um, emotion. And so when I am uh, photographing people, I like to try to establish like a relationship with them or like a friendship and make it less of like. I'm just going to point this camera at you and click. It's like I'm having 
conversations with these people and there's like backstories to all of the photos of like conversations we've had and things that um maybe that I've said to get that general genuine reaction from them um or like with any of my couples usually I'll give them prompts um so I'll have them like doing something and then I'll just be taking photos of them while they're distracted and doing the prompt that I gave them so like kind of uh what's the word I forget the word for it when you're when it's like not I don't know what the word is like candid candid that's it yeah gosh I'm I'm my yeah I I don't (laughs) speak my for someone who hosts a podcast my I don't talk good um (laughs) But yeah, that's what I meant. Like, like candid. Like, do you do you strive to get co- shots that look candid, but still look planned enough to like look really good, or is that kind yeah. of the goal? Um, yeah. So the goal um, is just. I feel like when people see photos of themselves and they're very posed, like if you're trying to take a perfect photo, like no one's perfect and nothing's. I don't really believe in this idea of perfection, and so people will start to pick things out and they won't like the photos as much as if it were like a genuine moment or like a genuine emotion that they were feeling in that time because then they'll think about that instead of like oh like that one hair is out of place or oh like my smile's weird or oh I look stiff or awkward um so that definitely is the goal and I think that is very like uh a pretty standard concept uh among a bunch of creative mediums like I'm just thinking of like illustration for example um or when you sketch something or somebody like you can tell just by looking at it like is that like a natural way that this person would stand or is like you know I just like things that look more natural I think that's the goal oh yeah Yeah. that reflects in like the scenery too and the the, uh the environment that you take them into because you do a lot of nature stuff so that's really that's cool that's a cool parallel yeah, did I just come yeah. up with that or were you doing that on purpose <laughs> I don't know that's just a thought that I had just now so. <laughs> super cool so what kind of art projects interest and excite you the most um like art projects like from work or just, just like any in projects general? like just anything generally. like what do you love to do yeah yeah, yeah. um Honestly, like styled shoots are way fun or like if one of my friends or like family members or like anybody, honestly, like I'll even have like senior sessions, like seniors in high school do this for senior sessions where they'll come to me and be like, hey, I have this really cool idea. I'm like, okay, tell me about it. And it's like something that they're super passionate about um, or like a location that they super love or that's like special to them. And then we just get to go and play around or if they have like a piece of clothing that's like really cool or interesting um it's just really fun to play around with all the different things that they they bring to the session like clothing creates movement like there's so many different components into photography um lighting super important you can also see like what kind of things you can do with like the location you're in like i've done shoots with my friends just for fun sometimes we'll go out and just see what we can do like what kind of poses can we do that are different that you don't see every day like what can we do I don't know just like coming up with things that are different and unique that's so cool that it's like a personalized experience I love that yeah (laughs) no I wish I had that experience I remember when when you you ever remember when you're like a kid and your mom takes you to like JC Penney's and they're like (laughs) all right sit in front of this white wall and smile and they canned you like a like a sunflower and like a basket and they're like all right smile and you're like can we please go home I want to go outside and ride my bike like this is the last place I want to be that's like man oh man this just seems like like the exact like opposite of that that experience where you're just like please get me out of here (laughs) and that's like one of the jobs of portraiture too is to like reflect the person that you're taking a picture of with Mm -hmm. everything around them and themselves like that's so cool (laughs) yeah and I feel like people don't just like ask 
for professional photos of themselves like without a reason so usually I mean I don't super love doing family photos but I do do them um but I'll also have like senior sessions or like couples that just want cute photos of themselves or like engagements or there's all these kind of different um reasons behind them wanting photos or like baptisms and all kinds of things like it's just fun to try to like tell their story in the photo which is kind of hard to do because it's just one still image but there's so many components that go into it cool yeah that's why I'm so glad that like to have you on the show because I think a lot of people think of photography like when I think of photography that's like unfortunately um like the first like one of the first like memories I have of like seeing a professional uh photographer is like going to a place where like they stick you in uncomfortable clothes and like make you pose in in front of a backdrop inside of like a JC Penney's and I think that we need to like normalize like hey you know like you can hire you know photographers that like are, are actually great and can take like really lovely candid shots like in nature And, you know, they have, like, their own business and you're really supporting them instead of just, you know, like, going to, you know, a a photography place or, like, a JCPenney's. Like, you can support, you know, you know, like, small, like, businesses and, like, people that are doing this who are really passionate about it as opposed to somebody. uh, Not to say that, like, the people, you know, at JCPenney's aren't passionate about it. It's just it's it's so much. uh, I think you get, like, such a different outcome and like so much like more like positive energy and it's like visually represented in your photos and like there's just so many so many talented photographers like 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 Brie for example that um (laughs) you know they do it as like a side hustle but like they're so talented and you get something that's like so great out of it as opposed to you know just going to uh you know a large corporation that just does that you know I just think it's super super cool yeah I think for some people, those superposed, but maybe that's their thing, like going to JCPenney's and sitting in front of like a white wall. But I think it's also really fun to just look around and see like what photographers are around you or like any cool people that you know that are really passionate about what they do. And every photographer is different and has a different style. So it's just about finding a good match, somebody that you can trust to like represent you in the best way yeah that's cool do you have a favorite type of person that you like to photograph or like do you like groups or what kind of person do you like to photograph um I really honestly couples are (laughs) way fun um couples or someone with a little bit of like a sassy personality (laughs) like those (laughs) people are really fun to work with um it's also fun to work with like some people uh they just see a camera and they just get really uncomfortable and shy and they like don't know what to do with their hands and they just feel really awkward so it's like really interesting too to be able to bring them out of their shell a little bit and then come out with photos that just are like just kind of like transform them I guess you're describing me (laughs) (laughs) I see someone as a camera and I immediately like do like the turtle thing and give myself a double (laughs) chin and I'm just like hello uh (laughs) it's like so awkward what do I do (laughs) like where do I look yeah couples are way fun because they kind of just like have such a strong relationship already and you just get to capture that and like capture their personalities so how does it work with with couples I know sometimes you said that you give them a prompt but like I feel like if I if it were me I'd be like all right guys just go ahead and vibe and I'll be over here with my camera (laughs) yeah uh yeah I think um what helps is like sometimes I'll just bring a bluetooth speaker and just play some music and joke around with them have some fun and I basically just third wheel with the camera. Like, it's kind of like <laughs> <laughs> being on, like, a date with them and just kind of getting genuine interactions between the two. I think it's really fun to give them prompts, too, if they don't know what to do. Because some people, you can just follow around and they'll be super cute and it's super easy. And other people, like, 
aren't really huge fans of PDA or like, yeah, they just don't know what looks good. So it's just kind of fun to play around with and follow them around and just get like their relationship because everyone's relationship is different and like some people are more touchy than others. So yeah. Um, so, uh, that said, I know you talked a little bit earlier about, um, how like your pricing works, like based on like how long it takes and how many photos you take. Um, is there any sort of like science behind that, that could maybe like help some other photographers that are trying to figure out their pricing? Yes. Um, it's kind of, it's difficult because it's not like you know, like when you go to the store and you buy things, like you know how much it costs because you know how much like the materials are to like produce that thing. And it's a little bit different with art because it's like your time. Well, I guess it depends. Like if you're using like mediums and you have to take that into account. But when it's like things like photography, it's your time that's that you're marketing basically and um, how valuable that is. And I think it's a hard line or like a hard, I don't know what the word is. I don't know. I've talked to a few of my friends about this same thing. Like you don't want to sell yourself short or like mark down your prices so low because you kind of have to be confident about what you're bringing to the table and about how valuable your skills are. So I take that into account as well as like the time I'm not super worried about because I can easily get like over a hundred photos in like 30 minutes. But the thing that I would charge for is like every outfit change, every location change, like that's basically in an entirely new shoot, like within the photo shoot. And that's like way more editing for me. So I just, mostly it's editing time. I would be charging for most of the time and for skill. You got to, it takes a lot of confidence, I think, to be able to put prices on on yourself as a photographer. How do you choose which photos to like edit and which photos to um, like give to your client? I guess. Yeah. Um, usually, uh, I when I do a session, like I'll just be holding down that button because I don't want to miss a second. So I have like maybe 300 photos when I sit down to edit a session and then I have to sort through like obviously I'm not going to give them like 300 photos because that's just too overwhelming. Um, But I'll go through and I'll just first delete all the ones that are blurry or or they're not looking at the camera or if I want them to like not look at the camera just whichever one's like the best of that movement or that pose that they were doing. And usually I can narrow it down to like around 30 photos. And I try to keep it about that. If it's a really big session with a lot of outfit changes and things, like I try to keep it under 50 because I just feel like it's so overwhelming to have like any more than that. Do you you charge them by how many photos you give them or just purely based on like how how much work that you, you put into it? Yeah, it's definitely purely the work I put into it. I think on my website, like I have it listed out for each session. Um, For like a mini session, like I will have at least 15 photos. So like I do set a standard of like, this is how many you're going to get from me at the very least. Um, But it's very common that I will give back more (laughs) if I just, because I just take as many as I possibly can in that amount of time and then editing time is the biggest thing that's the most time consuming Um, so that's mainly what I charge for is how long it takes me to edit how do you go about like marketing yourself do you get a lot of people just coming to you on the internet that want like to be your client or is it a lot of people you know um it's definitely like when I first started a lot of people that I know like close friends and family um And then it's starting to branch out now to like mutual friends and friends of friends or yeah, just like people will talk and be like, oh yeah, I have this friend that like took photos for this person. And it's just kind of growing your web of connections. It's kind of fun. And then on social media, um, that's another way I can 
reach a wider audience. Cool. Yeah. Uh, what inspired you to go into a creative field? Um, I've always loved like arts and crafts and like creating things and um, playing around with different mediums and photography is just something that's always interested me. I think like this, you know, like when you're a kid and you just have these really weird thoughts all the time, but like, <laughs> <laughs> like one of yeah. mine, was that I'd be looking around at stuff like, and just think like, oh, that's so pretty, but it wouldn't look as good, like through a camera lens. Like I'd always think about like, I wonder if we'll ever like develop a camera that's like good enough to catch things as you see them, like with your actual yeah. eye. And so... So that always interested me in like trying to take really pretty photos to like remember mm-hmm. moments and places that I've been. I think that's what started. Yeah, that's that. true. Usually when you're like looking at something in life, if you're like on the top of a mountain, but taking a picture just doesn't really doesn't do it yeah. justice. It's so Yeah, hard. exactly. That's I think that's is that one of the goals of a photographer is to make an, an image that really reflects what you see. Yeah, I think, um, I think there's a few sides of it, like, that could be one motivation, or just to capture Mm -hmm. a story, or, like, something that's really meaningful in the image. Cool. So, I don't, I don't think I stated this yet, but me and Brie, uh, have been friends since, like, literally birth, so, (laughs) um, Uh, when we were kids, um, so both our parents, uh, both our dads are um, actually artists. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think that definitely, for me anyways, I'm not trying to s- speak for you, but I think that definitely has like a, a huge influence on like how um, how much like kind of creativity um, you uh, maintain from childhood, like through adulthood, like when mm-hmm. you're surrounded by creativity all the time. Um, so uh, we, I remember when we were like little little kids, like we would always do crafts and art projects and just drawing and things like that together. Yeah. Um, do you think there's a reason, like why we kind of, like why you know you kind of like more took like your photography to the next level and are doing that more seriously like versus Mm -hmm. me um doing like you know my freelance illustration and graphic design like do you think that there um were factors leading to you like making that kind of decision as to like okay I think this is like for me as opposed to these other sort of like branches of art art that I have as an option yeah yeah, I remember that. <laughs> we would draw a lot. And I think having my dad, I love him to death. But like having my dad as an artist, like I'd always go to show him like, hey, dad, look at this thing that I drew. And he'd be like, oh, it's really good. But then he'd like critique everything about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what they do because they want us to get better. And I think that was really hard. Just like like realizing like how hard you have to work to like be really good at art and I liked drawing but I don't think I ever had that strong of a passion to like do it for a living if that makes sense but I still loved like creating things and I still had that I think that definitely came from our dad's like having that creative drive and I really loved uh digital art forms better than like on paper and other mediums just because it's less infuriating for me to like when I mess up like you just have to hit like the undo button as opposed to (laughs) starting over completely yeah yeah we keep bringing that up like the past three episodes we brought back the whole yeah, you know, there's control Z and then there's like trying to control Z when you're drawing (laughs) on paper and it's like not working. Uh -uh. We keep bringing that up for some reason. But yeah, I was just curious because, um, you know, I definitely like relatable content when like you show your dad something you drew and you're like a kid. It's not good. You know, (laughs) you're like eight years old. It looks like absolute garbage. But you're not supposed to say that. But like, you're then you show it to like your parents and they go yeah it's good but like 
you know, the hands are a little small and you're like, the hands are, what do you mean the hands are, <laughs> yeah, the hands are too small? What do, you, what do you mean? And they're like, well, yeah, your proportions are off. You just need to work on that. And you're like, oh, I, spent, <laughs> I just spent like all day on this. Like, <laughs> Yeah. My dad would always tell me like, oh, he's missing fingers. Or like the eyes are too big. And just like all these different. I was going to say, though, when I was a kid, I remember I had a huge issue with drawing, like, two left hands on people. Like, I would always put the thumb on the wrong side for one of the... Oh, yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, continue. <laughs> I just had this random thought. Like, I think it's interesting that you're doing a lot of graphic design now because I remember when we were really young and we would just make, like, our own little comic books and things. We'd, like, <laughs> make up different animals and, like just come up with these like crazy storylines and make little comics do you remember that yes I do it's flooding back to me now I wasn't really thinking about that but yeah (laughs) I remember we used to do that oh man (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's just interesting yeah because you know all I feel like a majority of little kids do creative things um like I don't know. I don't know if it's just an artist thing or what, but like I've always loved doing crafts and I will continue to love doing crafts to this day. I'll I'll be Heck on yeah. Pinterest just looking for <laughs> like children's crafts to do as a, you know, 20-year-old adult woman. Uh and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um I just think it's interesting like the people that maintain the creativity throughout their adult life and actually like use it to you know make money and like you know people think oh like that's something that like you do when you're a kid and you know when you grow up like it's kind of like okay time to get a real job you're going to be an accountant and it's like no so <laughs> some yeah. people like who maintain it I just like I think it's so interesting to like kind of notice um like the path that they took and like the way that they grew up and like the things that they did for fun and like how it translates into adulthood into an actual career where you can actually support yourself on creating art. I just think it's super cool. And I always love to ask people that, especially people that I know uh, did those, you know, crafts and creative little things when they were kids, Mm -hmm. because, you know, I knew them back then. It's just really cool to me. Yeah, that is a really cool. I thought that was a really cool question. I think, dang it, I was going to say something, now I'm losing my train of thought. It'd be like that. (laughs) It really do. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I was going to say, I think that's why I kind of chose my field of study as well, is because, like, at first I was going to school because I thought I was going to be a psychologist. Like, I wanted to be a counselor um, or, like, a therapist, but I just... I sat through all of these psychology classes and I just like was not feeling it. I didn't like it at all. So I picked public relations and marketing. Well, like there's good money in that field, but it also allows me to be really creative as well. And that that's something that I've enjoyed um, in all of my classes so far. So I, I have a question about that. What what is okay? I know you've told me before. I can't quite grasp it. What what is public relations? I know what marketing is, but like what what mm-hmm. what is like what does that entail? What kind of jobs can you get from that with a degree in public relations? Yeah, I just don't know what it is. Like genuinely, I'm just ignorant on it. I just <laughs> I've never heard of it. I've never heard of it as like a major that you could do. Um, yeah. and you're the only person I know who who is going into that field. So I honestly I just don't know. So. What yeah. is that? <laughs> um, it kind of goes hand in hand with marketing, but it's more of it's it's super broad. But it's like um, from what I understand, at least like from my own perspective, it's communicating a message to the public. So you could have like PR professionals with um, like work with a business or for a sports team or for an individual like celebrities need PR people. Um, just as a way to kind of like represent a business or represent a company and be able to like portray messages to the public um, in a way that represents them the best. Um, It's kind of what they do. And that can also kind of bleed into things like graphic design a little bit or like content creation for social media. So um, I think one of my emphases right now is social media. Um, 
to be completely honest, I forgot what the other one was, but um, yeah, it's really broad. And that's one thing I really like about it because you could go to work and do something new every day. So like some days I'll be writing press releases, other days I'll be managing social media or like creating flyers for different things and graphics. So it's just a fun or like promotional videos. There's just a lot of creativity in there that I don't feel like people really see at first when you think about public relations. Yeah, that's really cool. I honestly, I didn't really know what it was. Um, so it, it, I can kind of see now it re- relates really heavity, hev- heavity, heavily <laughs> to uh, marketing. Mm-hmm. Right? Is that right? Okay. Yeah. I'm just yeah. making sure I understand. I'm, this isn't even a question. This is me making sure I'm, I'm, my brain is processing what you're saying correctly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's really cool. Uh, so, um, like, what are your goals, like, in terms of, like, uh, you know, at, like, post-graduation, like, finding a career in that field? Do you think you're going to, like, uh, carry over photography and, and your design elements into your everyday everyday work by, you know using that yeah I think so for sure or at least like uh, my motivations like with my photography I think those motivations are the same regardless of what I'm doing Um, but I this last summer I was supposed to go live in New Zealand for a few months on an internship we're in New Zealand um I think it was based in Wellington nice I have friends in New Zealand (laughs) it's a beautiful beautiful country (laughs) awesome I have just been dying to go there but I just I was so excited and we were gonna basically it's like technically part of it was a study abroad because it was just one class through Massey University where you'd basically backpack the whole country but we'd be traveling to these different tourist companies like one of them was a skydiving place and you just kind of learn about like creating PR plans for them and things and then like the last few weeks of that that whole um, internship that or the whole trip they'd put you in an internship um, with an actual company and you'd work with them for a few weeks and then corona happened and that all got canceled but I'm thinking of reapplying this summer and I think that would just be such a cool experience and kind of help me to narrow down exactly what I want to do because PR is so broad, but I really like the idea of working with like different tourist companies or small businesses um, as a career. That sounds like it would be something that's really cool. This is coming from someone who's been out of the state of Florida twice in her entire 20 years of existence. And uh, both of those times were more than 10 years ago. So I don't even really remember it. But that that just seems that just seems really cool. Um, that's interesting. You know, I never I never really knew that what that was or even like that that was an option. So that's really cool that you're able to do stuff like that, especially like mm-hmm. through school with the travel and everything. Um, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, I'd really like to travel. Like if my career can allow me to travel a little bit, like that would be the dream. So you want to go into PR? Are you gonna? continue photography beside that or do you think once you really get into the PR game you're gonna you know kind of leave it behind I I think I photography is something that I want to do um for a long time and if I can Mm -hmm. find a way to like incorporate that into my job or like skills in photography like because there are a lot of PR jobs I think you can get um that are more creative and so that would be mm-hmm. one idea or even if it was just like something I did in addition to my career like that would be way fun uh what qualities and skills do you think a good artist should have I think a good artist should it's this one might be kind of controversial but I think you have to be able to <laughs> work with people well or at least like communicate well oh definitely because some that's not controversial that's just that's just a fact go ahead sorry yeah (laughs) I think there's this like idea that well being an artist is kind of kind of an independent thing because like you're a master of your own work you know so yeah I think it's 
kind of like what we were talking about before when like someone comes in and they're like, hey, I really want you to make this thing for me. But like, you know, from your own professional experience, like what will look good and what won't. Um, so I guess like just being able to communicate with people and work out what they want, make sure that you're providing that, but it also looks good. Like, I guess also being able to compromise <laughs> on things uh, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely a very, like, people-oriented thing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, sure. Yeah, and it's crazy, too, to think about because a lot of the time uh, people always think of artists as, like, you know, these, like, little hermit souls who just, you know, <laughs> stay in their room with all the lights off and they're either drawing on, like, a tablet or they're painting and they don't talk to people ever, but that's not really sustainable, uh, especially nowadays, like, uh, it's very rare that you'll be able to pay your bills that way. Um, and as much as I would like to just, you know, um, sit down and just create whatever I felt like, I know that that's not nine times out of 10, that's not going to be what what people are going to want to buy from me, what people are going to want to purchase. Um, that's why, like, a lot of the time, I feel like you have to have... Um, kind of like where I'm at now, you have to have like that nine to five that's like consistent money uh, unless you have like a good um, like database and like a good like pool of people that you network with that will hire you for freelance work. You have to kind of take into consideration like what people like and you have to kind of know like what is marketable to people that people will pay you for because unfortunately we need like food and shelter and water and all that fun stuff to survive (laughs) and uh, that costs money so um a lot of the time if you're just you know sitting in a dark room just drawing whatever you want and like never leaving um and you're not working with people and like being around people then you're not gonna have that and i i think that's like a lot of things that people miss uh when they think of like what a good artist is um Mm -hmm. that's that's why i kind of tend to be like yeah no that's definitely like a must you you have to be able to work with people and you have to be able to be good especially if if you're working a nine to five uh you need to be able to work in a team uh, and that's important and mm-hmm. you just need to know like what people like what people want and like what what they'll pay you for um and again like to what to what Bree said like sometimes people think they know what they want but they don't know how it's gonna look because they don't have that artist's eye that like picture in their head of how things are gonna look mm-hmm. uh, and that's something that's really important for an, for an artist to have uh, just in my opinion so I, I definitely agree that like working with people is something that's super, super, super important for an artist because um, if, you know, if you're bad with people, it's not going to be sustainable for one and for another, people are going to think you're a jerk and they're not going to want to buy anything from you or support you or give you any yeah. money. So, uh, yeah, I definitely, definitely agree with that. <laughs> I actually have a question for you guys, like kind of going off of that. Ooh, um, the turntables have <laughs> turned. Okay. I'm going to be you now. But, like, what do you guys feel about, um, like, trends? Because I feel like, just kind of, like, explaining that question a little bit, um, sometimes in photography you can see, like, a location that's super popular that everyone goes to, or, I don't know, like, a certain editing style, like, falling into these trends and like do you ever kind of feel like if you don't give into that a little bit like no one's gonna pay attention nah (laughs) (laughs) diane says i do not care (laughs) (laughs) i just do my own thing honestly i just draw what makes me happy and if no one else likes it i don't really care Yeah, I I have mixed feelings about trends because like, and you know, my boyfriend will even tell me all the time, he'll be like, hey, you know, like, this is how you're gonna get people to look at your work is if you follow the trends. And then after you have like, a base and like, sort of a following, and you're starting to make more money off of your, you know, personal artwork, then you can kind of do whatever you want. 
And, you know, if that's your goal, I think that's definitely the way to go. If you think that following a trend and like doing something that, you know, more people will see is going to help you get to where you want to be at the Mm -hmm. end. I think that's definitely like a great route to go if you think it'll help your end goal. But at the same time, like when I look at trends, a lot of the time I'm like, sometimes I think, oh, that's like such a cool trend. I want to do that. And then I do it like uh, an example is um, what's that called? Inktober. Uh, there's, Inktober oh, is one of them. Inktober yeah. is one of them. They did yeah. that like fan arts thing. I I started doing that. I guess that counts as a trend. I don't know. It's just fun to like. Sometimes there are fun trends to do. Yeah, exactly. Do yeah. Yeah. Inktober yeah, is one of those that still allows you to kind of be creative. Like, yeah. I always love just seeing all the different artists that participate. For sure. Yeah. There's a ton of there's a ton of different ones. There's Inktober. There's uh, the cartoon yourself where you drew like half yeah. of yourself as a cartoon. I did that one. I thought it was super fun. Um, there's like the art versus artists where you have like a collage of all your art and then your face in the middle. Um, there's like a ton of trends that I've done because I'm like that actually seems really fun and cool. I love that. Yeah. Um, but like. Uh, to to in terms of like doing it to like better your art and doing it like for yourself I just think it depends on like your goals you know because if you are trying to grow your fan base I think that that you know following trends like it's not hurting anybody and it's definitely the way to get more people to look at your art so why not if that's like your goal and you're you have no problem doing that but you know if you're kind of like me and diane and we're just kind of chilling we're just kind of out here doing whatever like if (laughs) if it's fun yeah if it's something that's fun that we think will make us happy and that we'll enjoy like definitely uh i i you know i had every intention of doing october and then by october 3rd i was like (laughs) oh my god it's october 3rd uh (laughs) i forgot to do it for three days (laughs) what day is it it's october 3rd 3rd. Um, (laughs) but um Yeah, I just think it's kind of like, it just depends on what your goals are as an artist. If like your main concern right now is like, I'm trying to build a following so that I can potentially do commissions and freelance artwork to my fans. Or if I'm trying to make a red bubble and I'm trying to sell art that I make on my red bubble and I'm trying to grow my fan base so that I have people that will actually buy it from me. If that's your Mm -hmm. goal, I think following the trends are definitely the way to go. I don't think there's any like, there's shame. nothing wrong with following trends. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's any shame in following a trend if that's what you're doing because, you know, that's what we're just all out here trying to make it as artists. It's it's not an easy field yeah. to be in. And, and I totally get following a trend to gain followers. Like, no shame on that. But, you know, if, if that's not your goal and you're just, you know, doing it just, I don't know. I don't know why you would do it if that wasn't your goal um, and you didn't want to. Obviously, if you know, like like me and Diane have have said, if you think that uh, you know, it's uh, it's something that you would like to do and that it would be fun, then you know, that's one thing. But if you know, if you're like, wow, that sounds dreadful, I would hate to spend my time doing that. Then you know, mm-hmm. just either don't do it, or if it will, if you think it'll help your end goal. Uh, then you know if it's worth it enough to you then do it I mean that's that's kind of where I stand with it I don't think it's a huge issue but I think it can definitely be a like a great tool for artists to to gain traction and popularity especially when you know there's all these big pages sharing our smaller artists inktobers that can help them so much Um, yeah yeah it's just things like that yeah are there a lot of like photography trends that you notice um, most of the ones that come to mind are like, I mean, there's like two sides to it. Like every photographer edits differently, like has different editing styles. Um, but at the same time, like you can see what's really popular if you look at magazines and like one that's really popular here is Latter-day Bride or something, or maybe it's Utah Valley Bride. That's what it is. Um, just because there's so many wedding photographers in Utah and different trends in editing like you see a lot of um like neutral colors and like um like creamy colors are really popular and Mm -hmm. I kind of I love that style but I also like things to look kind of 
like I edit my photos, but I also kind of like them to look pretty natural and I like them to look vibrant and clean. So it's sometimes it's hard um, when dealing with people if they want that super edited look or like even this is kind of a tangent, but things that like bug me personally is when photographers take photos, but then people just slap like an Instagram filter over it or like some preset that they have to fit their Instagram theme. Mm-hmm. And it kind of it just like ruins your work that you just did on that photo. And then they tell everybody that you took it, but it actually doesn't, it's not your work, you know? Oh, that's annoying. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Roy Lichtenstein is heck right there. <laughs> Roy Lichtenstein. I can't pronounce his name. I'm sorry. I'm bad at pronouncing names. I will. I will butcher any any name you give me. I'll say it wrong. I don't even care. Uh, You're good. But yeah, no. Just taking stuff, popping a filter on it is mine. I made it. It's, who made it first? Doesn't doesn't matter. That was a callback to a previous episode. That guy's a <laughs> jerk. But um. All right. Well, thank you so much, Brie, for coming on. It's been awesome. Uh, I'm so happy that we finally got like someone who focuses on photography on here because I love photography. It's like my favorite, uh, but I just don't know a lot about it, but I really think it's awesome. Um, so do you want to go ahead and plug uh, where everyone can find you, um, how they can support you and your art journey um, and stuff like that? Yeah. So my Instagram for my uh, photography account is the ginger place and then my website is uh just thegingerplace.com um thanks for having me on guys i really appreciate it it was so fun yeah thanks for being no, on the, yeah thanks yeah thanks for coming on it was awesome uh i'll be sure to um link your website and your instagram and all that stuff in the description of the episode Um, so if you want to check out, uh, her work or possibly hire her, that'll be down below. Um, and just to wrap it up, uh, I just want to say if you guys are listening on Apple podcasts, um, or anchor, wherever you may be listening to, um, Apple podcasts, uh, if you're enjoying it and you made it this far into the episode and you haven't left yet, uh, please give us five stars. Helps us out so much. Uh, recommend us to a friend, whatever you got to do. We're a growing podcast. And uh, if this is just a great resource for artists to have. It's awesome to listen to while you're working on stuff. Uh, it's my favorite podcast, personally. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Um, yes, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>